1: Support Dear Pats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast. It's time for us all to get back into shape, but the gyms are closed again and commercial weights are too expensive. Guys, don't pump iron, pump concrete. Iron triangle concrete weights are handmade and only a dollar a pound. Visit their Instagram page over at Iron Triangle Concrete Weights or email an order to irontriangle2021 at gmail.com and squash that COVID-15. Hey, tell them Dear Pat's Nation sent you and you'll save yourself 10% off your order. Stop pumping iron and visit Iron Triangle Concrete Weights.
0: Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and... That there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And
1: And we're back. Yes, we are. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. I'm with my boy, Connor. Welcome to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. Coming to you live on YouTube. That must mean it's Wednesday day, night. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a pretty good show coming up for you. We're going to start off with, you got to start off with the shenanigans. Then we're going to have an early rendition of Shade's Useless Rants. We're going to get into those Patreon questions. We're going to discuss whether Washington should call the New England Patriots about Nikhil Harry and Cam Newton. We're going to have Patriots outsider Lawrence Owen to go over some of the bigger Patriots stories going on, and we're going to end off with, well, my favorite segment. Boomer versus social media. Welcome, everybody, to the Dear Past nation Podcast. Connor, what's going on, man? How are you? Good. How we doing? How's Good. everyone doing? Good, great, grand. Grand, yeah. Everybody? Just me? You just yeah, we're talking or I guess we're talking to the audience too. Sometimes I forget the chat going this time. Sometimes I forget that we have an audience. Me too. I feel like it's just you and I just just being idiots, talking. Well, usually that's what it is. And then I see over here, we got the chat
2: going. So I was saying hello to all. I see McChicken in there. I see scared, big MGM. Ross,
1: what's up, everyone? Oh, yeah, scare, uh, McCh- not scared, but McChicken and yep. Ross and all them Yeah, talking, I see talking shit about Canada in the group chat. I saw you guys bullshit. I saw it. It's not even just Canada, specifically about Toronto. Really? Yeah. Why are they so upset with Toronto? I don't know, man. Better education That's, system? I'm not sure. That makes sense. Maybe because Toronto produced this and Massachusetts produced that. I mean, that could make them upset, right?
2: It's the jealousy factor. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what it is. Let me ask you, man. This is a conversation you and I have never had before. I don't know. This could turn into a debate. This could be a two-second conversation. But I got into a debate on Twitter today, and I need to nice. know your opinion.
2: I'm actually I'm pretty shocked you got into a debate on Twitter, but let's go on yeah
1: that's something new right yeah do you think that pineapple should be on pizza no oh thank god we're on the same page finally no no it's who i don't f- i don't like it now who the fuck was the first guy to be like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put fucking fruit on pizza there are some awesome toppings on pizza. There really is and a bunch
2: of uh, like obscure stuff that people have thrown on there and it's delicious. Pineapple is such a dumb thing. Like why not put strawberry on there? Why not put like other fruits and vegetables? It makes sense. Yeah. Blueberries. Like what a dumb thing. Pineapple to put on pizza. You want to put good
1: things on pizza, put bacon, put sausage, put, oh, you know, hot. Peppers. I was going to say spicy Italian sausage on a pizza. Oh, yeah, is fucking bomb. Uh, do you ever have ground beef on your, you ever had ground beef on your pizza? I have. Oh, yep. Fucking delicious. Bacon, pepperoni, yep. obviously. Uh, you get to throw some veggies there too. Green peppers. Good on a pizza. Mushrooms. Good on yep. a pizza. Barbecue chicken. I've had buffalo chicken. I've had barbecues, chicken, buffalo chicken. Those are very good options. I had one recently. It, it was
2: like a barbecue chicken with like peppers and onions on there, too. It was
1: actually delicious. That but sounds pi- Pineapple, absolutely not. That sounds bomb. All right. Debate done. Dead. Keep pineapple off the pizzas. That is correct. So Ross and uh, Bobby aren't very thrilled about all my soccer talk as of late. Oh, no, I'm not surprised. Which, by the way, tonight Toronto FC is supposed to be taking on your New England Revolution. Oh, okay. New England versus Toronto, but the game was supposed to start like over an hour and a half ago. They poured here earlier. So maybe yeah, it's raining. there was lightning in the vicinity or something like that. So the start is delayed. I'm I'm hoping actually it could start at like 930 just as we go off air. So I could watch the entire game because Toronto FC sucks. They fired their coach uh, is, this week. Is the revolution good though? Yes. Yes. Very they are good. really. Yeah. Okay. Robert Kraft owns them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think last year for a long time you guys were sitting in first, and you could be – were you on the – yeah, you're still in first. Nice. You're first in the East. Nice. Shout out to the New England Revolution. Let's go. Yeah, seven wins, two losses, three draws. Yeah, you're good. Toronto sucks. Toronto got rid of their coach last year. Stupid decision. Brought in an idiot of a coach this year. The players have been eating it. I mean, you know when – Toronto, like when soccer, like when any sports fan unanimously says, this isn't the player's fault. Right. You know, like unanimously. And yet every week it was like Michael Bradley, the captain, former American U.S. team captain as well, by the way. Uh, Josie Alcidor, another American national, played on the national team, was training by himself because the coach didn't like him and they didn't get along. Like it was just fucking. Really? He, goes, he coached. I think they played 12 games. That was 12 games too many. They fired his ass. They got embarrassed on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm down at the beach and I was up at the lake, right? But we got a satellite up there and got TV and stuff. And I'm sitting down at the beach and I'm like, "Oh shit, the soccer, like the TFC game started at 5 today and it was like 7:30, so I knew the game was over. The last 7-1. Oh. So you didn't need to go back and watch that then, huh? No, I didn't wow. I didn't want to watch the highlights. I stopped watching the highlights after 5-1. I was so just disgusted. That's insane in soccer. That's like 42 to 3 or something, right? Yeah, it's like a that's a huge blowout. Huge. Yeah. Blowout. So I was just, I was disgusted. But I do got to, if we could be a little bit respectful to the game of soccer right now, I got to give a big shout out here. Shout out to Diana Matheson, who is retiring from professional soccer today. Team Canada player. Pride and joy of Oakville, Ontario, Canada. Uh, little Tibbet, I went to high school with with Diana. Really? I was actually in grade seven and eight. I was in her sister, Catherine Matheson's class. Her sister's a hell of an athlete as well. Nice uh diana has been a big part of the revolution of the women's game especially here in this country somebody who my daughters as soccer players have looked up to and uh, has been playing pro soccer she works for i believe cbc as a soccer writer covering the game of football and uh, announced her playing for uh, her retirement from playing today so i want to give a big shout out to her and, and happy retirement to diana matheson and thank you for all the memories nice big congratulations Connor. Yes. The Olympics are in two weeks. They are? Yeah. Oh, before we get into the Olympics, shout out to England as well. Beat Denmark today, this Sunday, in Italy, England final. Oh, wow. Who are you cheering for, England or Italia? I think I picked Italy to beat them a couple weeks ago, so I got to stick with Italy then. Yeah. So my pre-tournament, I got receipts. My pre-tournament prediction was England was going to win the Euro Cup. Nice. And they're now in the finals. And everybody who thought I was crazy, inclu- including the Brits, thought I was crazy. But the Brit Chief remembers a year ago, he was on my podcast pre-Connor. Wow. Shout out to over the Brit on, Chief. Over on Sportscaster. And I told him last February, when he was a guest on my show, that England was going to win the Euro Cup. Nice. Who was expected so, to win? Uh, they were one of the Portugal? favorites. Uh, France was the big favorite. Yeah. Portugal is one of the favorites. Um, Italy has been one. Of, I don't know if Italy was a favorite going in. I told everybody Italy was going to be really good going in. Uh, and they've looked good. Uh, they're probably the better team against England. It's going to be a tough go for England on Sunday. This could be Italy's year again. But yeah, no, that's, uh, it's all been good. It's, uh, but uh, those are sort of the big favorites. Nice. And then the Olympics start right after this? The Olympics start in two weeks in Tokyo, Japan. And the Japanese government has just declared a state of emergency because of COVID nineteen in Tokyo. Oh, that's not a good combination. No, I believe I feel like this could be a problem for the Olympics.
2: Yeah, yeah, that sounds it. That's not a good combination of the of the two. Are you an Olympic watcher? Not really. No, no. I assume this is the Summer Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, not really. I, I don't. Even, I don't. I don't know what they really do. I go Olympic
1: crazy. I'm sure I'll watch a little bit of it. I go absolutely Olympic crazy, both summer and, and winter Olympics. It's, uh, I just love it. I don't know, just pride and country and all that kind of stuff. I prefer the summer Olympics over winter Olympics, uh, which I don't know, maybe makes me a bad Canadian, but I love swimming. I love watching running. Usain Bolt's one of my favorite athletes of all times. You know, is he still doing it? Oh, uh, I think he retired. I was going to say he's been around for so long. He must be getting old. Yeah, I mean you got to have a lot of respect for Michael Phelps and everything he's done. Um I mean the greatest maybe Olympic athlete of all time is Simone Biles. Oh, yes. Yeah, the gymnast. Yeah, just absolutely crazy. My daughter who's a gymnast just I mean just worships the ground that that she may have walked on. Yeah. You know, like just she's unbelievable. Maybe it's a maybe it's big to say the greatest Olympic athlete of all time but a great Olympic athlete. Right. Uh, but i love watching swimming i love watching uh like i love the aquatics i love watching synchronized diving i've been getting so into synchronized diving the last couple olympics do you know how fucking hard that must be like to dive off a diving board and be synchronized with your partner and they do flips and stuff right flips and all this other shit yeah it's crazy. yeah
2: yeah that that can't be easy um
1: does michael phelps still swim or is he getting know. old, too? He might be done now, too. I'm not sure. I think he was in the last Olympics, right? Wasn't that when was that, what's his name? That fucking, that swimmer, like, went out in in Brazil and got, like, no, that wasn't Brazil. The last Olympics wasn't in Brazil. Where was the last Olympics? No, it was uh, not Brazil, uh, right? Was it Brazil? I don't know. Wasn't that uh, in Mike? What, what the hell was that, um, that swimmer's name? And he went out, I'm sure somebody in the chat will say it if you take a look and he got like he like pretended to get mugged in all this shit he came back and they're like where have you been he's like oh we got mugged and got torn away and it turned out to all be bullshit lackey um ryan lackey or something like that was it you ever heard of ryan lackey no i've
2: heard of john lackey it was in rio that's what i was gonna say i knew it was in rio but i don't know where rio is that's brazil oh it's in brazil okay yeah
1: yeah and uh yeah ryan lackey one of the swimmers i think is lackey uh one of the swimmers like came back and like had this whole bullshit like story how he got robbed and, and i think they missed curfew or something he got like robbed and all this other bullshit and it turned out to all just be garbage it's
2: probably related to john lackey former <laughs> red sock i like john lackey john lackey was good at the end when he stopped eating chicken and playing video games in the dugout <laughs> he you know? wasn't
1: playing video games in the dugout
2: I know, that's true. He left the dugout and at least went into the clubhouse while the game was going on to do it. He was one of the guys drinking beer, too, right? He was, yeah. That's what was, they were doing. They, they were drinking was beer. Was Pavel on
1: one of the Josh? I know Josh Beckett was. Josh Lackey Beckett was a
2: big one. Josh Beckett was horrible at the end. He was. Yeah. John Lackey was horrible, too. Yeah, they would hang out, what? drink beer, play like Fortnite, and eat like KFC during if, the games.
1: Yeah, and that was why Francona got fired, right? Yeah. So they brought in fucking, um, what's his name for a year? Valentine. Uh, Valentine to try to oh, straighten awful, everything out. Awful.
2: Yeah, he and he somehow made it more, worse than it was.
1: And that was before Pappelbomb went to Philadelphia and choked out Bryce Harper in the dugout, right?
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was <laughs> Pappelbomb was a mental case. Now Pappelbomb works for Nessen. so it's come full circle now he's back as an an
1: analyst oh god but i feel like like him working in the boston media is probably the the best place for him
2: yeah yeah he's definitely found his uh new home after sports (laughs) makes makes sense
1: oh it makes like it actually makes total sense speaking of the boston media it's now time for shade zeus's rant And you know, Connor, ever since Nikhil Harry requested a trade, that has reignited the absolute failure of a draft pick that he has become. And it has been followed up with Bill Belichick can't draft. He can't evaluate talent, yada, Uh. yada, yada. Why do we have to go through this nonsense on a semi-annual basis? Let me start with a tweet I saw from some dude named Robin. He said this, Connor. He said, quote, unstoppable force in college. Let me bring it down a notch. I assume he talks like this. Once again, Bill going to his friend for draft pick advice. Yes, they're going to rave about the player. They recruited the kid. This is not scouting. I hope Mr. Kraft made it clear. No more drafting picks this way. I'm not entirely sure what's wrong with Robin, but I'm pretty sure it's difficult to pronounce. Okay? <laughs> Listen, I can't stress enough. If you're not qualified to sell beer and peanuts at Gillette Stadium, do not pretend that you are qualified enough to be the general manager of the New England Patriots. Don't pretend, Robin, that you have any intimate knowledge of what Belichick's draft process is, okay? Okay. You are nothing more than a do-trust-me kind of guy. Honestly, before people like Robin get on their high horse, I need you to remember, just feed your own ego because the rest of us are just way too busy to listen to your bullshit. Uh, The narrative around Belichick drives me crazy. Ted Johnson comes out today saying that Nikhil Harry demanding a trade is players now willing to stand up to BB ever since Tom Brady left. The Tom Brady factor is gone. It's stupid. How about the fact that maybe Nikhil Harry knows he's going to be cut and he's trying to get ahead of the curb. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nikhil Harry demanding a trade and his agent going public with it. And I hope, I fucking hope the Patriots don't trade him. I hope that they keep him on the roster and make him an active every week just to show his fucking agent who's boss. I almost hope they fucking pick up his 50 year option just to do it again. Just for the wasted fucking roster spot, Connor. I really fucking do. Make him run hills every practice, but never give him a chance to play a game. Ruin the kid. Because of Ted Johnson. Otherwise, I would have hoped Nikhil Harry all the best. (laughs) Listen, people, it's time for you to start respecting the hoodie. Stop the madness. That, ladies and gentlemen... It's Ray's useless rant. And guys, support for Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Visit Manscaped.com and save 20% plus free shipping when you use that code, RayRout. Get your hands on the very best male grooming products and save 20% plus free shipping when you use the code, RayRout. Connor, how do you spell that? R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. When you visit Manscaped.com, Connor, what will thank you? Your balls. Your balls will thank you. All right. It's time now to get on to our Patreon comments, Anybody. If you are a Patreon member, you will have the opportunity to come on here and well get to see the video of all the podcast recordings. You can always download the audio on Spotify or wherever you get your fucking podcast. But from Sunday to Thursday when we record it, you get the recording on Patreon. You also get to be involved in the show by dropping comments. We got seventeen comments on the last uh, on last night's video. Wow. Over on Patreon. And don't forget this Friday, Connor and I will be doing our exclusive Friday night live stream where you can visit or you can join us on the screen. Yeah, buddy. All right. 17 comments over under of seven. Always going to be seven. Over. Easy. Way over. Yep. Love Vibration Nation says Harry is slow that he could put grapes in his pockets before the snap and have wine at the end of his routes. Hashtag <laughs> facts. <laughs> I like that he added in the hashtag I like too. That. I like He's, that. He, he comes up with a lot of good scenarios like that. He did. And then last night he was just saying facts. I'm happy that after I called him out, he changed it to hashtags. Hashtag facts. That's good. I will tell you though, that we got no explanation of him fishing in the mountains in Alaska. And how that worked i'm a little disappointed. i was i
2: was i was hoping as well so love vibration nation if you're listening if you can tell us what you were doing in the mountains of alaska if you feel i mean if you don't want to no problem but if you if you are open to it let's let's hear some elaboration of that
1: yes i'm a little disappointed yeah love vibration nation says wow trudeau is an idiot bro that's horrible what's happening in canada light justin's fake eyebrows on fire
2: (laughs) i'm not touching that one
1: for those of you who don't know, um, the government of Canada has passed a bill called Bill C-10, which basically has eliminated net neutrality in the country of Canada. Um, Connor and I, when we are in Canada, will be held to the CRTC standards, which is the same equivalent in the United States as, what is it, the SSE or something like that, the TV? Yeah,
2: yeah probably. You can't swear doing do anything FTC fine. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the FTC will fine you.
1: Uh, They could also just remove our content. The government of Canada would have rights if we were to say flag some to remove our content from YouTube or, or any non-subscription service. So obviously it's somewhere like Patreon. We could do whatever we wanted because it is a subscription service as long as we don't violate their rules. Mm -hmm. And uh, they would also take more revenue away from us because we would have to donate into what I call the starving Canadian artist fund. So. Uh, unfortunately in the next week or so, we will no longer be making our content available in the country of Canada. And we apologize to um, all of our Canadian viewers. Uh, It's not the majority of our viewers, but it is our second largest worldwide audience. And unfortunately, because of Justin Trudeau, uh, we made the announcement on Facebook, which is probably the worst place to make the announcement because that's the least amount of our followings. But yeah, um, unfortunately, thanks to Justin Trudeau and his government, Um, and we continuously give up our more, more rights here in Canada. Uh, the only way that Connor and I can fight back is to only allow our content to be available in the United States of America. All right. Love vibration nation says Phil Perry knows his stuff. He only stinks when it comes, uh, when he is with (laughs) Curran. Fair enough, and Curran
2: used to be pretty good, but yeah, he's he's taking on a Boston Media personality. Yeah, he, he just went fucking nuts, stupid. Down right the now. tubes, man, down the tubes. So I will agree with Love
1: Vibration Nation there. Love Vibration Nation says, who will the captains on our team be this year? Andrews, Cam Newton, Hightower, Slater? I would mm-hmm. love to see one of the new guys like Henry or Judon. So I think, what is it, six captains in total? Yeah, usually something like that, yeah. is going to be one. I think Kyle is going to be one. yep. He was a captain last year in Miami. Matthew Slater's gonna be a social, is gonna be a um special teams captain. Team David Andrews gotta be one. Yep, I would agree. Offensively. You figure if Cam Newton's on the team, it's gotta be Cam Newton. It's gonna be one of them. Right, right. That would make sense. James White, he was a captain
2: before. I always like James White as a captain too. That's somebody I wasn't even thinking of until you said it.
1: Yeah, but I yeah. think those those could be the six captains. If there's another defensive player, oh sorry. Devin McCourty. McCourty.
2: Yeah, McCourty yeah. isn't the same McCourty.
1: Yeah, McCordy, Hightower, Van Noy, uh, maybe David Andrews, James White, Cam Newton. Yep. Matthew Slater as a, as a special teams captain. Yep. Maybe you bump out if there's only six. Maybe you bump out. Maybe you bump out Cam and put Slater in there. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. But I think it's probably those six or seven guys. Love Vibration Nation says Smith is going to be a Swiss Army knife. He's talking about uh Jonu Smith. Yep. Uh he will surprise. I'm looking for total touchdowns for him from around uh 10 and uh, I'm drafting uh, him in fantasy sorry, 10, football then. 700 to 800 receiving yards.
2: Yep. You heard it here first from Love Vibration Nation. You got to draft him in the 6th round of
1: fantasy this year, everyone. Jonu vibra- Smith. Love Vibration Nation says excellent point ray. Thank you. Wow. I don't know what point I made, but uh, <laughs> Harry didn't demand a trade until Mike Reese reported he might not make the roster. Hashtag facts. Touche.
2: That that was a sequence of events. So was. That, that was a factual sequence. Mike Reese said it. His, like we said last night, you guys might not have heard if you weren't on Patreon, but uh, he's trying to stay ahead of this, we think. You know what I mean? They, they know that he might not make the roster. So him and his agent are trying to stay ahead of that and make them look good and the
1: Patriots look bad. Well, you could have heard it on the Deer Pats Nation podcast, which is the audio version of one of the podcast places. But, yeah. Um, I actually think we put that clip of video on YouTube as well, so I think everybody should have saw it. I'll have to ask our, uh, our our social media guy. Oh, wait a minute. We'll have to find him. Where is he? Yeah, wait a minute. Sorry. McChicken, do you know? Oh, I found him. McChicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that Connor just buys me stuff because I just tell him I need money and he just gives it to me? It's usually just, how it goes. Just because the other day I told me to split something with me and he's just like, I'll just pay for it. He's like, all the work you do in the background, I'll just pay for still it. still not sure what it was, but. <laughs> you, you bought me a new keyboard. Nice. Nice. I needed a new keyboard. Very for the, necessary. It was for the editing software we we're using. The keyboard I was using wasn't good enough. And I told you I needed 25 bucks to split it with me and you just gave me 50 and said i'll just pay for it all
2: what a generous guy on my end huh next thing you know
1: i'm gonna start paying mcchicken as the intern do you want to start editing the videos and running the social media accounts no no definitely not no no then maybe you can just pay for the equipment that we need yeah yep i paid for the editing software by the way which is 250 bucks i paid for that on my own no shit that's expensive huh it is yes it is. Nice. So you bought the $50 keyboard. I bought the $250 editing software and I do it all. I'm, I'm making out pretty good here. I feel like you're robbing me blind. I really pretty do much. some days. Yeah. Uh, love vibration. Age says, Ray, hope you feel better. Seriously. Praise up to you. Stay hydrated and sleep when you can. Uh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I am now fully microchipped. Um, nice. I've had my microchip inserted and I've been upgraded. Um, hello, Bill s- Gates. Yes. Uh, Hey Bill. Uh, I'm not sick. My wife is getting some headaches. That's her sick. I'm not getting sick at all. Actually, my arm feels so much better this time than it did the last time. Last time I got shot, I couldn't do this the next day. It hurt so much. Uh, Only thing I'm getting, and and one of my staff at work had this, and my wife is getting this as well, is we're going through these waves of tiredness. Like at 6 o'clock, I was taking Jules for a walk. I almost fell asleep while walking. I was so tired. But right now I'm on a high. Nice. And and then, but then you just go on a, you crash to a low and apparently that's going to last for two days. So I'm not looking forward to this up and down, up and down tomorrow, but you know, it is like yeah. That's not fun. Uh love vibration nation says, LOL. Gordon is a much better player than Harry <laughs> hashtag facts. Yes. Hashtag
2: facts. I agree. That is that's, a factual statement so far. <laughs> that's all I can really say
1: yeah love vibration Asian says where do you put your wallet oh yeah women have purses i'm pissing my pants laughing you guys don't know how funny you are <laughs> you're welcome we had a like a 15 minute conversation about purses and mercies last night yeah yep wallets purses mercies the whole nine were you shocked to find out that i carry a merce?
2: no you weren't no. no
1: you just I'm expected. It? yeah why can i ask why
2: Cause I feel like you like accessories and dressing and like matching your clothes and stuff. Like right now your hat matches your uh, thing.
1: Matches matches the pants I'm wearing as well. And the shoes you see. Yep. Yep. Well, did you know that I've decided like, okay, first of all, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never going to stop wearing masks. I've told you that already. Yep. For two different reasons. Number one, it's been a year and a half and I haven't been sick. I haven't had a cold. The worst I had was allergies. Uh, a couple weeks ago, remember and I told you I was dying and I, yes. I literally had like a little bit of congestion and a runny nose, but like, <laughs> I, I hadn't been sick in so long. Uh, so I, I believe that the mask is a part of that. Number two, I own like 70 masks. I, all my masks match oh, my, my outfits. Oh yeah. I've got colors. I've got gators. I've got everything, dude. I've got like Bayern mask, Patriots mask, TFC mask, Germany masks, Uh, I have just different color masks to uh, do the rest of my stuff. I'm going back. Oh, I'm going back to the office, Connor. Oh, no shit. August 3rd. We got the notice uh, on. Well, I guess we got a Monday. I got a Tuesday when I came back from holidays um, so I started like today looking online for some new, you know, I'm going back to the office. I got to get new dress shirts, right? So looking at some nice ones with some like some cup sleeve, cuff sleeves with a little bit of designs on it. So now I'm buying masks. I was looking at masks today <laughs> to match my dress shirts <laughs> and the patterns and stuff. Yeah, I like accessories. I love accessories. Watches, shoes, mercies, all that kind of stuff. Dress Dress to impress. Sunglasses. Like these are my podcasting sunglasses. These just sit down here to... To podcast. Like, I I have different shapes, colors, everything else. Yes, I'm an accessory kind of guy. It makes me sad, though, that I told you I carry a merce and it wasn't surprising. (laughs) It's not really a merce, it's a bag. I told you I wear, I carry, it's either a single strap bag or a a full backpack I carry. In the words of McChicken, it's not a man purse, it's
2: a satchel. What movie?
1: Oh, that's, um, it's not, that's not grown ups, is it? No, no. Um, Fuck! I can't remember. The Hangover. The Hangover. I said it's Alan. not a purse. It's a satchel. <laughs> yes. I, I don't have. I don't have a satchel like that. Like I don't have that kind of. Like mine are more like backpacks. It's either a single strap backpack or a double strap backpack. Yeah. I've been buying a lot of canvas bags lately. Like they're canvas backpacks. Yeah. Fucking expensive though, man. I'm gonna go broke All on they? bags. My wife's yeah. Canvas is expensive. Like not like cheap canvas. like that hard canvas. Like like it's dude my and it's covered in leather it's 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 all leather bound uh, yeah my wife sees it and just goes another fucking bag right i go well i didn't have a gray one to match my gray outfits <laughs> <laughs> all right we got to scat out on here because uh, we got lawrence coming on in 10 minutes and uh, nice. we're still going through the patreon comments uh, love vibration h says espn is stupid fuck them we well, said f them but i just added in fuck them correct uh love vibration a says jake the snake roberts is running for mayor of snake island snake island's favorite son is coming home
2: who's jake roberts again is that the
1: coach no the wrestler he's the wrestler jake the snake oh roberts. jake the snake roberts no Yergy low is the coach of the of the snake Island soccer team. he's the he's the coach all right this guy's running for mayor
2: that's that's fair that's fair he has my vote if i'm allowed to vote in that election
1: this snake island thing has gone on for three weeks Yes. And I feel bad for the people who don't listen to the podcast and don't subscribe on Patreon who just get us on Wednesdays who are probably like, What the fuck are they talking about? All
2: I know is at some point there's gonna be snakes on an island in Massachusetts, and that's a
1: fact. Uh Thomas says, Guys, what's up with the fantasy football? Considering a DPN league, we are. We will be putting together nice. a fantasy league. We'll probably start it up in August. It will be for Patreon members only. Uh, not all the patreon members because i think you can only have 10 people so the first eight to sign up we're going to make just drop the link first eight to sign up will be a part of the league and we're going to give away merch as uh the prize yeah buddy thomas says sorry to hear that censorship thing is happening to you it's getting worse we have to deal with that too it sucks yeah i know it's happened in germany too merkel is it uh thomas says always thought canada was a liberal place the bill uh wasn't broadcasted in germany at all only heard about it on english and american news really oh, no shit See? huh uh thomas says new segment rachel's live <laughs> <laughs> nice. i spent what 15 minutes of the show last night trolling that kid on twitter <laughs> yes did he ever respond yeah when, when i finally told him like you're too stupid to figure out that um, this is a joke, and I've a lot of stupid things to say. Yeah, he he responded with a GIF saying, "What an idiot!" So I think he caught on that. Uh, so he I, gave, I got so it. he gave up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shredo will says Cyrus Jones was a pretty awful pick. Uh, I know he was a second rounder, but that was bad. The guy was a liability on the field, constantly fumbling the ball. Uh, he was worse than Harry. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are disappointed in Cyrus Jones. Or we're yeah. disappointed in Cyrus Jones. <laughs> Like, I mean, look, I get it, but I just think it was the the combination of Nikhil Harry being the first-round pick that, that made him so disappointing to a lot of Patriot fans. I mean, and it's not like his r- career got ruined by Tom Brady, like Josh Boyce's career. That's true. So it was, Nik- it was definitely different. Yeah, Nikhil Harry did it to himself. Yeah, and it was the timing with Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Boyce, there's no excuse. Tom Brady ruined Josh Boyce. He would have been a Hall of Famer he would probably still be playing for the team. Yeah, he'd be the best. But they wouldn't have the even team. drafted Nikhil Harry, right?
2: I mean, they no. would, there would have been no need for him.
1: They wouldn't even assign Aguilera Bourne. All they needed was Josh Boyce. He would be the undisputed number one. Yeah. Again, uh, people who don't watch Patreon, that don't listen to the podcast, have the daily podcast, have no idea what we're talking about. So I just want to leave it right there. I don't even want to give an explanation. This yeah. one, O'Connor, you're going to have to give me an explanation. Sounds like the Nikhil Harry experiment is over. So he says, Mike N, our boy Mike. Yes. Ray, I hope you get a warm Coke. What does that mean? Why are you getting a warm Coke? Weren't we talking about a...
2: Yes. Yes. You said that you would trade him for a warm Coke and a like a stale fry.
1: Oh, that's right. I said I would trade him for a warm Coke. That's right.
2: Something like that. It was like a warm Coke and like an uncooked burger or something. Yes. yes, That's funny that he remembered that. That was like a couple months ago you said that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I that remember that now one. too. I said I trade yep. him for a burger and a warm Coke. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yes. I still would trade Nikhil Harry for a burger and a warm Coke. Uh I Maybe wish that's what they're gonna That's probably what they're gonna get. So <laughs> All of a sudden we're gonna see Belichick drinking a Coke the day that that Harry gets traded. We're like, there it is. Uh I wish <laughs> I wish he could have been a big body receiver for us that we want him to be. Imagine uh, an image of Josh Gordon or Kenny Galladay. Uh, I do blame the Patriots organization for drafting him and misusing him. Obviously, it's not his fault. Uh, they over overdrafted him. At the end of the day, it's, it's the modern NFL. You're lucky to get two years, even a first-round pick, unfortunately. And listen, I do agree with that. I think that too many people put the blame on Nikhil Harry. Like, dude, come on. Everybody needs to relax for a second here because – he didn't ask to be picked in the first round.
2: Right. Right. That's part of it too. Everyone sees that he was a first round pick, even though he was 32nd and they expect him to do all these great things. There was a lot of pressure on the kid, but at the same time, he didn't produce anything. He produced like a seventh round pick.
1: Connor and I are thrilled to be a part of the Newsbreak team. And when you download the free Newsbreak app from the link that we left in the description, it directly supports Deer Pats Nation. So you can stay up to date with all of our content and all of your local news for free by downloading the Newsbreak app with the link we provided you in the description. When a New England Patriot fan hears the name, Nikhil Harry and Cam Newton, It's usually met with an exasperated, disappointed sigh. And the most rational of fans may say something like, what could have been? With Nikhil Harry trying to salvage his career by requesting a trade and rookie quarterback Mac Jones breathing down the neck of Cam Newton, this may be the perfect time for the Washington football team to give Bill Belichick a call and see if he'd be interested in swinging a trade sending both players to Washington. The Nikhil Harry-Cam Newton experience has been massively disappointing in New England. I mean, I don't think that's disputable. Uh, The odds that Newton is going to get traded this year are probably pretty slim, but another fresh start for him could do him some good. He could reunite with Ron Rivera, compete with Ryan Fitzpatrick. The New England Patriots could then turn around and turn to Mac Jones. We know that Washington's defense is like great. Uh, They're missing some offensive firepower. Newton and Harry could maybe give it a little bit of a boost or at least give it a little bit of competition heading into camp um as much as Nikhil harry needs a fresh start i think that the new england patriots need a fresh start without Nikhil harry uh i think in washington harry would have a little bit harry would have a little bit less competition uh, perhaps maybe ron rivera would know how to use him uh but the former 2019 first round pick is just another stain on belichick's draft record um new england has a new quarterback They have more firepower. Moving on from Cam and Harry may be necessary for the Patriots at this point. Uh, I also think, too, when we look aesthetically, Cam Newton reminds some people of the Tom Brady era because that was the transition piece. And perhaps for the Patriots, it's time to move into the Mac Jones era. Connor, when we think of the past excitement of these two players, when I say the names, Nikhil Harry and Cam Newton to you, What goes through your head? Underachievement, disappointment so far,
2: I guess. I mean, I was very excited when they drafted Nikhil Harry. Obviously, he was a first-round pick at at 32nd, and there was at a time when the Patriots really needed a wide receiver. Obviously, his first year with Brady in 19, he didn't do much. And then last year, he had next to no production as well. Same thing. I mean, they went out and they signed Cam Newton last season, and my prediction went through the roof. I came out and thought that they'd continue on and win the AFC East again. I thought he would pick up right where he had left off, and you know he he was putting out all those videos that everyone was doubting him, and he was ready to come in and prove everybody wrong. But last year, I mean, we looked at Nikhil Harry and Cam Newton, and it was just underwhelming, to say the least.
1: Nikhil Harry seems to be trying to beat the Patriots to the punch right now. Instead of being cut, he's requesting a trade. Uh, And some believe he's just trying to salvage his career. Yeah, What do you think Harry is worth and what teams do you think may be interested in trading for Nikhil Harry at this point? I don't think he's worth a ton, but I think he's still worth something. I mean, Washington might
2: be a good fit for him. And I will say that I think it might be best for both parties to move on. It's been two years and he hasn't been able to produce in new England. And now obviously he's going to the bottom of the depth chart. So I think it's going to be tough for him to revitalize his career here. So it might be best for both parties for him to move on. I mean, it's hard to say where where he would do well but i think a a lower media market would also help him because there's a lot of pressure being in boston there would be a lot of pressure if he went to new york if he can go to a place like washington if he can go to a place outside of like the major markets maybe even the packers you know so, somewhere else where the spotlight isn't constantly on him i think it would be more beneficial for the kid
1: The 2020 season didn't work out well for Cam Newton. I guess at this point, it would be unfair to predict that the 2021 season would be bad. Uh, However, Cam had a lot of success in Carolina under Ron Rivera. Do you think that he could rejuvenate his career a bit in Washington? I mean, I don't think
2: it's far-fetched to think something like that would make sense. He obviously was an MVP. They went to the Super Bowl. He had all of his success with Ron Rivera as his coach. I mean, if he were to go back and reunite with Ron Rivera, I'm sure they still have a great relationship. I'm sure they still have great rapport. So it, it would make sense as far as the coach to quarterback you know, relationship would go. I think that would make sense as far as the other 31 teams in the league go.
1: New England has now obviously drafted their future quarterback in Mac Jones. He, we've seen him do well. Um, Belichick has also been able to surround whoever's going to play quarterback uh, with some real offensive firepower. Would it be that bad of a thing to go with Mac Jones week one?
2: No, I mean, I've always been on the, you know, wait and give him a little bit of time to develop and, you know, sit behind Cam, especially if Cam's playing up to par. But I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world for them to start Mac Jones week one. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily ideal, but if he's looking like he's better than Cam and he's showing that he's capable of, of leading an NFL offense, the Patriots in in particular, obviously, that it, it would make sense, and it, it wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing for that to happen.
1: Cam Newton, as I mentioned at the top, almost in a way still represents the Tom Brady era just because of how everything went down last season. Let me just ask you as a Patriot fan, is it just time to start the Mac Jones era and move on? It
2: could be. Yeah, that might be the, the make the most sense. I mean, this is what they're obviously doing anyways. This is... I mean, they just used the first round pick on him. This should be undisputedly Mac Jones's team going forward. So to say, hey, let's wait around with it for the kid when we know that this is all always the plan to use him regardless. Why wait? Why not just start now? So that does
1: kind of make sense too. We want to thank all of the Deer Patch Nation Loyalty Club members on Patreon. For only $5 a month, you get an exclusive Patreon webcast from Sunday to Thursday, access to the live recording of the Deer Patch Nation podcast, and an exclusive live stream every second Friday where you can join Connor and I on screen. We don't have any tiers. It's only five dollars a month. So come check out the Deer Patch Nation Loyalty Club at patreon.com/slash DPN Sports. We've left the link in the description. Dude, I almost blew that segment, man. Why? Because I went to go look at a tweet about something. Yeah. And I was just looking to make sure that I sent Lawrence the, the link because he should be here right now. Oh, yeah. It's 901. Yeah. So I was just checking to make sure. And I saw some notifications. And I, I almost died. I I almost died. I thought you kind of laughed, but then I I didn't. It was like a sneeze or something. No, no, I laughed. All right, so I don't know. For some, so I wrote that shit about Robin and McChicken and Ross start fucking. One source and then they start talking about pro shops and frozen pizzas and just, you yeah, know, that's yada, yada, neat. yada, yada. Shops, frozen pizzas, Connor's special, suck my ass, whatever. Right. Um, so Ross put out Ad Connor commentary has officially ascended. Now we need now that are now we need that to win him the mass lottery.
2: That's absolutely and, correct. And I appreciate that, Ross. You're doing the right thing. Keep it up.
1: Keep it up. Good work. Well, I responded with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor's so fucking special. King of the fucking world. That's right. Thank you, you, Russ. And McChicken replied with, he's special, all right? This is what almost, this is what broke me during the piece. He's special, all right? Rumor around town is he can't wipe his own ass. Hey,
2: if you've ever seen Big Daddy, I'll respond by what Julian the Kid says. I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. (laughs) And that is a direct quote. Well,
1: I just... i got going to go on Twitter. I i fucking... Defend my honor. <laughs> I died when I saw that. I died. <laughs> um, So we are running a little bit behind. Should we perhaps maybe go to Boomer versus social media? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if, if Lawrence isn't here, he's usually always on
2: time. So maybe... I don't know. That's well,
1: he was originally 9.15 and we bumped him back to 9. So I'm wondering if he thinks okay. he's supposed to be here at 9.15. So... Why don't we go to Boomer versus social media, and if he pops in, then we can bring him on to uh, finish off the show. Usually, Ooh. he he doesn't, but we will do that to finish off the show. So let's go to my favorite game show, Boomer versus social media. But first, I got to tell you that Boomer versus social media is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Barber Company. Check out the Rocky Mountain Barber Company by visiting RockyMountainBarber.com and save 5% using that code RAYROUT when you purchase your small batch male hygiene products made with natural ingredients. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and save 5% using the code RAYROUT. Connor, how do you spell that? R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. And ladies and gentlemen, we do not have to go to Boomer versus Social Media. We can go as planned. Because ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday night. And that means we are hosting Lawrence Owen for Patriots Outsider. Lawrence is the host host of the Colts Law Podcast and YouTube channel. He is the play-by-play voice of the Indy Express. He's one of the best secrets in the sports content-creating world. Ladies and gentlemen of Pats Nation, may we represent Mr. Lawrence Owen! What's going hey, buddy. on? Sorry for giving
0: you a scare, man. My camera was giving me issues. No worries.
1: Well, (laughs) we were just going to jump to another segment and hope that we thought maybe because you used to be Mm 915 and we brought you back to nine. So we were just saying maybe he thought he was supposed to be here at 915 today. Maybe he forgot. Lawrence, how you doing, man?
0: I'm doing all right. A little tired. Been uh, doing a lot of, like you said, that Indie Express playoff thing is going on right now. And uh, yeah, I've been busy, but pleasure being on here as always always
1: love having you on yeah i haven't talked to you much in a while i
0: sent you a message
1: you gave me a a five-word response and that was really the only conversation we had in the last week so i hope things are well i hope things are good with you man lawrence let's start with the uh with the big news the patriots have traded or sorry the patriots Nikhil harry has requested a trade Mm-hmm. be honest with me how how much are you begging the indianapolis colts to trade for Nikhil harry like how excited yeah, would you to be, be to have that kid on the team i saw i saw your little tweet the other day talking about how colts fans shouldn't be excited i told the colts fans what was up i said lawrence yep. is just trying to keep your expectations down tell me why you'd be excited to have him on the team
0: <laughs> all right so i literally just like two hours ago finished up a live stream talking about this specific point and there are bonuses to kill Harry uh trading for him I get a lot of Patriots fans like get off the team and I understand that I understand his catch percentage and a bunch of other stuff just looks really bad his first two seasons um and I understand that but sometimes to change the scenery with different with different players and coaches in a locker room, and, and just a fresh start, especially for a younger player, sometimes can be that trigger that helps them become uh, what a lot of people thought that they were going to be. Um, but uh, we'll have to see if somebody's willing to, to pull a trigger. I'm, I'm hearing that San Francisco's offering a fifth-round pick. Ooh. All well, right.
1: considering I said I would trade – for I would trade Nikhil Harry for a, uh, a cheeseburger and a warm Coke, I would take a fifth round pick. That's, um, <laughs> I know that there's Pager fans out there saying, well, we spent a first round pick on him. But let me ask you this, Lawrence, because this has been a narrative that uh, admittedly Connor and I have ran with. And I think we both agree with this. Uh, we believe that Nikhil Harry is trying to get ahead of the curve here and try to get ahead of the ball. I think that him and his agent have realized he's probably not going to be on this roster come September and rather than waiting to be a September cut, he's demanding a trade now so he can try to salvage his career because being cut in September, you can kind of get lost in no man's land, end up on a practice squad somewhere. Do you think this is Nikhil Harry really wanting a fresh start or do you think this is Nikhil Harry realizing his time with the Patriots is coming to an end anyways, he might as well go to a team who actually wants to give him a chance.
0: There is a, in, in Harry's defense, um, yeah, Belichick brought in a lot of talent, um, a lot of through the air talent, right? Not just wide receivers, but tight ends as well. So I get it. I understand. Uh, the first year he did, he he had uh, Tom Brady, who I'm understanding does not like to go to rookies, you know, early on. Uh, last year he had Cam Newton, um, and watched his second year, the uh, teammate with him, you know actually blossom while he didn't do so much right so and and that teammate was an undrafted free agent if i remember correctly yeah and if i could
1: jump in for one sec to that point that's what's kind of bothered me about the people Mm -hmm. who are blaming the quarterbacks right first of all i try to remind everybody that I know Cam Newton's not what Cam Newton used to be, but Nikhil Harry has played with two former MVPs, and he actually played with the current Super Bowl MVP. Uh, and saying, you know, well, Brady didn't want to work with rookies, and, you know, Cam Newton was awful, and I know his trainer last year blamed Cam. Well, Jacoby Myers worked really well with Cam Newton, and right. Jacoby Myers still had, like, almost 400 yards in passing when Tom Brady was the quarterback. So I, that narrative really bothers me. And I don't know if maybe I'm off-basis thinking that, but how come one guy can excel and one guy can't, but
0: we blame the quarterback for the guy who can't. Well, I mean, he had a worse catch percentage with Tom Brady than he had with Cam Newton. All right. His second year with Cam Newton, it actually went up only 8%, but it was it still went up. Whereas with Tom Brady, his catch percentage was at 50%. 50. I get he didn't have that many targets, but 50% is awful for Dang. any receiver. I mean... Does that mean when a quarterback throws you the football, you just flip a coin on whether or not you're going to catch the ball? Because that's pretty much exactly it. And you don't want to have that. So I'm thinking that, Harry, to your your question you had uh, before you was like, oh, I need to jump in. I really do believe it's him wanting a fresh start because I think that right now, not only with the locker room, not only with the current situation, but currently like he he needs to feel better about himself as well because he knows what the narrative is looking like and it's probably he he probably feels like you know what i have talent darn it i i can produce in the nfl i just need to find and go somewhere that's going to use it and for his sake i hope he's right right
2: as as a Colts fan, I'm hearing the obviously the rumor now that the 49ers might be willing to give up a fifth round pick. Would you give up a fifth round pick for him?
0: Uh as a Colt uh, for the Colts, no,
2: no. Okay, no. What do you what uh, do you think now, he What do you think he's worth?
0: I'm not I'm not saying he's not worth a fifth. Right. I'm saying for the Colts, yeah, because I they pretty much have everything that Harry could bring to the table. Right. Right. I mean, they, they have Michael Pittman. Yep. And they have Zach Pascal, and those are both guys that are right in his wheelhouse, right? Um, but if he could go to a team that needs a, a guy who not necessarily is going to get a bunch of separation, but you could throw the football to uh, accurately right at him and, and with somebody draped over him and be like, you know what, I need you to go after this ball because that's his wheelhouse. Then maybe uh, he'd be worth a fifth, maybe even a fourth, who knows?
1: You know, Right. Here's a scenario that has been thrown out a little bit, and I think McChicken was the first one I saw put it out, and I've seen other people put it out. Um, But there's been some suggestion that maybe New England should look at Arizona, and they do a straight swap for Andy Isabella, for Nikhil Harry, two guys who probably need fresh starts in in new teams, um, and give both of them an opportunity to start fresh somewhere else.
0: Well... I think Andy Isabella will probably would would probably play better in New England than what he would or you know produce more because of the kind of weapons they already have in Arizona. But again, I mean, you're you're talking about, you know, he wants a fresh start to where they could use his abilities and you're going to send him to a team that has probably the best 50-50 catch ball guy in the in the NFL. Uh, how many opportunities is he, he going to have sitting there? to show what his talents can truly do. Cause I mean, when you're when you're in a pinch and you're like, you know what, I need, just need to throw this up to somebody, are you choosing Harry or are you <laughs> or, or, or are you gonna choose D Hop? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Why is San Francisco though? What what is it about San what is it about Nikhil Harry that would really interest San it seems, Francisco? It
0: seems like San Francisco's got a lot of um uh, like trick receivers guys that can do a lot of uh uh, stuff off the off the edge off uh end of rounds kind of speed uh things they don't have that big i mean they have a tight end that can do it they have a good tight end that can go go in and physically go after a football but he's generally not going to be your edge guy that can do that and i think that's what they're lacking mostly i think that's why san francisco would would uh be probably Harry's best shot or right. one of if, if you, if you want to go to a good team that needs your talents.
2: Right. In San Francisco, I feel like doesn't have a uh, deep depth. chart. You think that's one of the biggest things is a place where he's not going to get buried on the
0: depth chart. hmm Yeah, probably. I I really, cause I mean, it's kind of funny. We talk about this cause uh, someone in the chat talking about, he'd be replacing born. He's not replacing born. Right. Because <laughs> Two completely separate abilities, uh, sets. So he's not replacing him. He's, he's actually going to go, he would go over there and do something that they actually need because they had multiple players that can do Bourne's job. That's why they weren't afraid of, of letting Bourne test that market.
1: Right. How successful do you think Kendrick Bourne is going to be with the Patriots this season? What kind of role do you think you've, you have alluded to, you could actually see him as Julian Edelman's replacement where a lot of Patriot fans have Jacoby Myers as that guy, but you kind of went, eh, Myers doesn't really play Edelman's role. Mm -hmm. And that could be more Kendrick Bourne. Um, with eventually Mac Jones being the quarterback of this team, if it was my way, they'd be weak one now it used to be i didn't want him to play now i want him to play week 1 um but if you know eventually it's going to be that like
0: how much success do you think Kendrick Bourne will have with the patriots i think kendrick bourne will have pretty good success because i think he gets open pretty well and if cam newton's your quarterback he's going to be looking for that guy right in front of him that's going to be open and bourne's going to be that guy he 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 is able to get he's got pretty good route running and uh he's not got super top end speed but he's got good change of direction speed, which helps him get open on, on routes and stuff like that. So that's why I like Kendrick Bourne as long as they're on the same page. Because Bourne is one of those guys that I noticed that will like that really likes to take that number two and number three route option on his route on plays. And so he needs to be like this. With Cam. Otherwise, Cam might throw the football. Bourne will be going a complete different direction than what uh Cam is expecting them to go to. And then that could that could cause problems. But if they could get on the same page early on, now that they have training camp and preseason, that could uh come to be, you could see Bourne get a lot of targets early.
1: Nelson Aguilar, would he be taking what was supposed to be Nikhil Harry's role when the Patriots drafted him?
0: Aguilar ain't got the size.
2: Right. And does Harry have the speed? That's my question. I feel like Harry's does he doesn't Harry, have the speed.
0: That you no, know, see, currently your 50 50 guys are your tight ends, in yeah. my the, the way I see it. If you take Harry out. All right. Now I think Myers can uh be a 50 50 guy later on, especially on your deeper routes because I noticed that how he adjusts to the ball in the air and put himself in a better position than the quarterback to receive it. But that's something that Myers is still going to have to develop in his third season. So,
1: so I have nothing for you for Lawrence versus Patriots Nation because there's nothing good. I looked all day <laughs> today. There was nothing good to compare. So we only have three minutes left anyways. But I wanted to, to, to get your opinion on this. Um, You know, the one thing about Nikhil Harry that I think, and it was mentioned, one of our Patreon uh, members mentioned in one of the comments we read tonight, and I think it's also something that Connor and I have talked about in the past, and it could have been something that you and I actually talked about too, Lawrence, but I just, for clarification and clarity... A lot of people are mad at Nikhil Harry for being a bust. They're mad at Bill Belichick for taking him a bust. But you can't blame Nikhil Harry for being selected 32nd overall, right? I mean, I understand you can be upset that he was a failure as a first-round pick, but how much accountability falls on a first-round pick compared to the accountability that falls onto the general manager who or coach who selected him there?
0: Um, Really, the, the accountability would fall on... Well, it could, it could fall in multiple places. It could fall on the GM if it was a, a a misread of talent for the for the round. But maybe he read the talent right, and he's not putting the wide receiver in the right position to make the plays and utilize his skill sets. Right? That's that's also an accountability issue. Um, honestly, I, I think this is more of a, a G. I mean, with the Patriots, it's the same person. Uh, but I think this is more of a GM situation rather than a coaching situation.
1: Okay, so this was a GM, again, picking a guy who nailed the interview rather than <laughs> looking, rather than the other six generational wide receivers that came out of that draft. And, all right, I, I'm sick of hearing about DK Metcalf because DK oh. Metcalf wasn't a guarantee in the NFL. DK Metcalf was a – I mean, I to be honest, DK Metcalf was almost paralyzed two months before – The draft you know like it's uh and and a lot of people didn't believe that dk metcalf would translate into the nfl and like i think seven other quarterbacks were selected before him however brown um lamb and a whole bunch of other guys uh sorry yeah it was aj brown and yeah Yeah, aj AJ brown Brown, uh and i know there's another a bunch of guys Hollywood Brown got taken before him so it doesn't matter but there was a bunch of other guys who who's the guy for San Francisco um Samuels Yeah Samuels mm-hmm. they were all projected to be you know possible generational talents and uh you know Bill Belichick selected Nikhil Harry so i think that you know but i'm sick of hearing about DK i
0: don't know about you in this whole DK thing I I get it all the time with Paris Campbell being injured so uh, they're like they could have selected DK Mapka. I want. I, I just tell them. You know what? Thirty-two other teams in the uh, NFL could have selected him multiple like four times, times, four times, yeah. multiple times, because his his route running on film and his three cone just does not w- w- was not giving him any favors. It was it was something that scared a lot of people into thinking that you know what? He's a one trick pony. Maybe two tricks. Maybe he can run real fast and out muscle cornerbacks. And that's that's pretty much what he does. But apparently he is so good at doing those two things that, you know, it, it puts him over the top.
1: I think he's doing nice. in what what Belichuk hoped Nikhil Harry would do. Probably. The size, right. the strength, just overpower cornerbacks, not get to, you know, in college he was hard to tackle, you know, like uh, but I guess you gotta catch the football first, be able not to tackle. Uh, guys, we're out of time with Lawrence. It always goes very, very fast. Maybe we've got to talk about Lawrence, but coming on a little bit later with us, um, a little bit longer. But uh, we're running up against our time as well. Guys, of course, you can find Lawrence on YouTube over at his YouTube channel, Lawrence Owen, as you see down there. Or you can put in Colts Law. You can follow him on Twitter at Colts underscore law. He is the voice and play-by-play man of the Indy Express Uh, And he does a whole bunch of other stuff. Lawrence, anything you want to add? I'm sure I'm missing. I know you're on Instagram, Facebook, all of those places. But anything else? What can people expect on your channel? Because you do a lot. You've got a smorgasbord of activity happening on your YouTube channel, which I think football fans in general should check out. And I wasn't kidding at the beginning, guys, when I say that Lawrence is the best kept secret in all the sports content.
0: Well, uh, I had to restart uh, on Monday. I took last week off. I was not feeling too well. I had some personal issues, but in general, I talk Indianapolis Colts football. I also talk uh, NFL in general. Um, Whenever a topic comes up, I will discuss it, whether it's Colts. uh, Like today, you know, I talk about uh, a Patriots topic. Um, Film rooms. uh, I do film. I do all 22, which I'm this week I planned on, I planned on last week, but then something happened and I couldn't do it. So hopefully I'll, I'll get it for you by Friday, this Friday. Okay, that's uh,
1: Christian Barmore
0: that he's yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I got, I got one, uh, for the Colts channel as well. If you got a guy and you want, you want a film room for, and you know, you really want him real bad. Come to my channel, subscribe, uh, and, and, and uh, Put out a suggestion because I, I'll, I'll take suggestions. Always do. Lawrence,
1: nice. Lawrence does an unbelievable uh, job with the all 22 and and very, very knowledgeable. And I, I can honestly say I am much smarter because of Lawrence uh, just watching those all 22s. I mean, I made some big, bold predictions about jacoby myers but the fact that lawrence not just backed me up but made my argument for me when people try to argue back is just fantastic lawrence we always appreciate having you on man um i'm gonna send you some messages because i want to know about that link i sent you if there's any follow-up on that so just want to see if things are working out for you so i'll give you i i'll shoot you a
0: message after all right all right thanks man Appreciate right, it. Lawrence, everybody that like button.
1: That's right. <laughs> Appreciate that it. Take care, Lawrence. Smartest guy in football right there, man. Yeah, buddy. That motherfucker should be working for ESPN, not on our channel. He should be he looking should down be. on us. We are like the peons right. of, of the world. <laughs> Got to uh, get him out there. Got to get him in front of them or something, right? We do. Well, I mean, because yeah. this guy just comes on and drops pure knowledge. And now we're right. going to go into it's time. here <laughs> pure, pure shenanigans. In the red (laughs) corner, the people of social media. In the blue corner, Connor, the boomer, Carney, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It's my favorite episode of the boomer versus social media. Connor, Facts put out today that July 7th is national tell the truth day.
2: Oh, boy, not a good day.
1: How do you work on a day like today?
2: Thankfully, I didn't. So you know, I'm I'm looking forward to being back there. A national lie to everyone again day. So it's only one day out of the year. We have 364 other days. So enjoy your national tell the truth day today. Thanks a
1: lot, Uber Facts. So Sages. you'll lie, you'll lie, you'll lie tomorrow. Then right back to back to the basics. <laughs> Tanya Ray Fox says anyone interested in hearing a rant about how fit soccer players have to be and how I'm pretty sure every elite midfielder in the world could destroy your favorite NFL or NBA, NBA player in competition of athletic endurance. Wow. Nice. It's, it's I, true. Not Nick Folk, but maybe a bunch of other people. The, the um, amount that soccer players run. It's, it's true, but of course yeah. not Nick Folk though, the epitome of, of men's health.
2: A guy told me the other day that they run like 11 miles a game or something. A kid yeah. that I work with. That's what yeah. he was telling me. Run. Yes. He he told me all the statistics. He knows a lot of this stuff. So yeah, that's definitely true. Oh, no. Oh, so you got to
1: deal with stalker shit at work and on air with me? Yeah. Yeah. There's a kid that tells me about it. Why don't you bring any of this shit up on the podcast ever?
2: Oh, I don't know. I don't listen half the time when he tells me. <laughs> I don't know. But I remember that fact that they run like
1: 11.1 miles a game or something. Do you listen to me when I tell you about it? Of course. Fucking liar. <laughs> at Connor Commentary tweeted, one of the best things about living alone if, is if you can eat Easy Mac in your underwear and no one's there to judge you. I feel I'm i just, before I'm just say, saying if you want to. Before you respond to that, I feel like you were in your underwear eating Easy Mac at the time that you tweeted that.
2: Um, I'm really not sure. It was a busy day. Who Who really knows what I did earlier at one thirty this afternoon. I mean, who who would who would really be to know? I, I can't think that far back. I was so busy today.
1: It was a busy day. You weren't you were sitting in your underwear eating easy Mac tweeting it out, weren't you? Sounds like it sounds like a good good Wednesday to me. Tech Insider says Donald Trump reportedly plans to sue Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey Oof. after Facebook and Twitter bans.
2: Oh wow! Okay, what a beef that's going to be. You know what they should do? They should get on one of these new things where everyone fights now, like TikTokers fight YouTubers, like Logan Paul fights whoever. I think Donald Trump, Trump, Trump should versus Mark get in there and Zuckerberg? fight Mark Zuckerberg. I think that would be fair. <laughs> the best thing leading up to it would be all the talk Trump, all the talking Trump would do he would just talk the entire time about how fantastic he was and then somehow he probably wouldn't show up to the actual fight but that's the only way for them to
1: solve this i'm the greatest fighter in the world look at these yep. hands look at these hands mark <laughs> mark you're going to get knocked out 10 seconds in i pro- i was I working promise. With, i was working with floyd mayweather he said he's never seen hands faster than mine <laughs> i'm not even making fun of trump i just i no, just no that's exactly it. what it would be though 100% I found it uh, Tony Maserati said the Red Sox are peaking too early. Oh, this guy. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, th- uh, good, good news. They have
2: lost two games in a row now, two. So they've, they've heard him loud and clear. They know that they're peaking too early, so they're going to reel it back now, make sure that they uh, slow down
1: the peak. Could have been one of the dumber tweets I saw today.
2: Yeah, yep. He was definitely out there with that one.
1: Skip Bayless says, think about this. Tom Brady's about to be 44 years old and about to win his eighth Super Bowl. Wow. That's a bold
2: prediction. 44. Holy shit, he really is, huh? But no, the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl.
1: Heard it here first. Oh, my God. We just guaranteed a losing season. Fuck. Patriots and Red Sox parlay. Alan Robinson says, if you troll people on social media with no profile pic, you a weirdo. That's why you
2: have a profile pic. I so do. That doesn't count.
1: But I cover my face with a mask. Is that. Is like
2: a- That's like a 50 50. It's like a 50 50, but it's still, you don't have the egg. The egg is the ultimate troll. You know, when you see the egg, someone's coming to say nonsense.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Field Yates says the Patriots have signed rookie quarterback Mac Jones to his four year contract and a fifth year team option per, four, per source. Patrick said if the Patriots really liked Mac Jones, they'd pick up his fifth year option now. He's right. He's right. Uh, It's kind of messed up. Bill wouldn't do it. So I guess he obviously
2: doesn't have faith in him being the long-term quarterback. If he had, he would have paid him more and he would have given him a longer contract, probably 10 years.
1: Nick says, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in NFL history. I literally don't care what you have to say to me. And I do want to mention that in his profile picture, he is wearing a Kansas City Chiefs jacket and a black cowboy hat. And I think that's important to this story. That is
2: important to know. Um, I would argue that it's Rob Gronkowski still. Travis Kelsey is probably second. Travis Kelsey this season, I think, will not be the number one tight end, though. I think somebody will surpass
1: him. Ashoka Fan says, I still can't believe that Nikhil Harry, of all people, demanded a trade. (laughs) <laughs> it's very uh, ironic for him to come out and be the one
2: demanding a trade but uh, it, it also makes sense like we said last night he's trying to stay
1: ahead of every stay ahead of everything lou Merloney says the red sox have the deepest pitching staff in baseball and have sale hawk hawk or hook hawk right Help?
2: uh i forget H-O- i was proud Yeah, i know who it is yeah tanner
1: tanner Hewick. Howick. Hewick. tanner Hewick, yeah and brazer coming yep Everyone could use pitching depth, but really they only need all, all the only need they have is first base. In my opinion,
2: pretty much. Yeah. First base, first base is the, probably the only issue right now, outside of that. I mean, the bullpen's pretty deep. It's only going to get deeper when Chris sale comes back. Ryan Brazier is going to come back. We'll see. He—he's He's all right. I mean, based on who they have in the bullpen right now, they don't even really need him, but they, they do have a lot of pitching all of a sudden.
1: Carl Lee tweeted, the things I do for a bagel right now are unholy.
2: That's not what God would want to hear. I mean, I don't know how bad you want a bagel. You could just go to Duncan's and get one, dude. They'll, they'll serve you a half-cooked bagel in like 30 seconds and throw you out the door.
1: Half-cooked? So,
2: yeah. They'll they'll toast it for like 20 seconds and give it to you, you know? You what if you want a double-toasted right I, I had my manager get one triple toasted once and it still was, wasn't that toasted. Really? So eh, triple toasted. I'd never even heard of that.
1: Dude here. If you get double toasted, it's like, it's like crumbling apart. It's so toasted. That's what you would expect. Right. All right. Final one of the night. WTF facts. Ooh. Whilst observing howler monkeys research at Cambridge university discovered a surprising trend amongst the males. The louder a male roared, the smaller his genitals were. <laughs> that sounds about right.
2: I think that makes sense. Fair enough for the mon- for for the monkeys. Good good for the
1: quiet ones, I'll tell you that much. Congratulations to them. Do you feel like that we can relate, not you and I, but mankind can relate to the howler monkey? I think it's like
2: uh the people who have the enormous trucks that are really loud and really big. I guess oh, like probably they, they drive around those
1: big monster trucks and you know that yep. the
2: dick is this big. Yep, and they're very loud and
1: they have like the big exhaust and stuff. Yeah, that's always my assumption. Guys, if you enjoyed what you just saw here today, you can get this. Well, you can listen to the audio part of it on on wherever you get your podcast, but you can watch us be a part of the show over on Patreon. So head on over there. Connor, we're done for the night though, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Did you have a good night? Of course. You seemed energetic. I was trying. Did I seem out of it tonight? I was really fighting through this tiredness from the vaccine. No, you seemed good. I'm going That's through hot good. flashes too. And I was hot flashing the entire time we were going here. That's not good. No, I just wanted to strip naked and start eating easy Mac, but you know,
0: it is. Not, I
1: mean, I've heard it's a decent thing to do. I wouldn't know. Connor I got one question for you, buddy. Yeah. Tell me about those Patriots. Legit kid. We want to thank all of our Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members over at patreon.com slash Sports. For only $5 a month, Connor and I record an exclusive webcast Sunday through Thursday. So if you like all the free content that we offer here, can I suggest that you check out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash DPN sports. We don't have any tiers. We don't charge you for different levels of access. We have one tier at one cost, five bucks. You'll get five webcasts a week and you can participate in our Patreon exclusive live stream every second Friday. You can hang in the chat, you can join Connor and I on the screen and have a voice-to-voice conversation with us and other Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members, but in order to get the content, you have to join the club, and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash Sports. if you'd like to check it out. We have left a link to the Deer Pats Nation Patreon page wherever and however you are listening or watching. And, guys, there are many different ways that you can support Deer Pats Nation, but the only way that you can do that in style is by visiting the Deer Pats Nation merch shop over at teespring.com slash stores slash DPN. And when you're there, get your hands on the newest DPN apparel, t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, whatever you want. Get it all at our merch store at teesprings.com store slash DPN. For your convenience, we've left a link to our merch store in the description or wherever you're listening or watching this show.
0: Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle. And that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. Because I think the... Per- Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel I want to live at the Blue Hotel